All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break the fishing news up, Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down, Ramchuk. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 229 of the Real Life Podcast. Is what you are currently listening to. I'm Tyler Yeremchuk. Bag Milk, Jay Wanyer here as well. Chalmers is not here yet, but I put the call out for listener questions, and there were a couple that are hyper-specific to Chalmers. So I really hope he shows up. Did you just call him Chalmers? Chal- oh, actually, he is a Chalmer. Yeah, he is a Chalmer. We haven't talked about that in a while. Do you remember that time over this summer when our podcast was just that for like three weeks? It was exhilarating. <laughs> I was. Uh, I felt like I was fighting for my life. <laughs> you guys like bringing in witnesses and shit. <laughs> Even though Chalmers was the accused, I felt I was fighting for my life. Those were I like the when days. You guys get in arguments. Yeah, and it got oh, like yeah. oh, just so heated for so much of that. I feared for was, my life at points. There was that, and it went on for weeks. And then also, they just got really heated about backing into parking spots as well. Like it's yeah. just. You never know what's going to set these boys off. What uh, are the top five debates in real life podcast history? Let us know on Instagram and Twitter. What are your favorite moments of the podcast? Because Christmas is coming, and Christmas around podcasts means best of episodes. That'll be a short right. show. Hey, everybody! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should. We do need one. to update the. Uh, we need to update our intro um, from thirteen to seventeen listeners. This yeah, is heady, the big bro. Boost. I don't know if we can handle it. 
I uh, I was planning on saving, uh, making a new intro. I even I, I I wanted to talk to you guys off the air because I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. But what about like a fresh logo, maybe or something like that? Ooh. Yeah, we need a new logo. I don't know if that's new look. Yeah, like if we just like, and I was thinking like, let's drop it all like right before the start of next season. Everyone's gonna be wanting to listen to the podcast because hockey's finally back, and we'll get like a fire new intro and like some new graphics and all this shit, and it'll be super Get-load cool. Cameo people. Uh, yeah, I, we already kind of talked about this off the air. I think we should save it as a surprise as for who we want on our cameo intro. Um, great. So yeah, Can you just save this, save this clip here, Tyler. I am bag milk, and I am in the intro. Thank you. Sorry, I just got to click a couple markers here for you. Now I'm in the intro. That was great work, by the way. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Very good. I improved that off the top of my head. I have a folder of things I want included in the next intro. I now have that, and I have Chalmers <laughs> going, are you guys drunk? That's what, that's what we got going so far. Uh, episode yeah. 229 of the Real Life Podcast is brought to you by Oodle Noodle, 14 locations in Edmonton, a 15th coming. They're on Skip the Dishes, which is great, but if you go in-store, 10% of in-store proceeds go towards a local charity, which is also great. I'm looking at their menu right now. Did you know my favorite dish is the ginger beef? With rice, oh, I respect that. Yep, I respect that. Sonny yeah, makes the ginger it. beef. Uh, he makes it in the factory, and so you know it's legit. I was, uh, if if you're ever looking for like a good debate to have with someone, you know, you're sitting at a party, maybe there's not a lot of conversation going. How about this for a debate? You go, hey, spring rolls or green onion cakes? I'm a GOC guy. I'm oh, you're good. a true Edmontonian. I'm a I don't know where I guy too. I think I'm. I love our spring rolls. I think I'm spring rolls over our green onion cakes. Um, although I do enjoy the green onion cakes, but I'm a spring roll guy. Big meat guy. That's why. Mm. Wanya. Oh, I love that both of them are so good. It, you should have seen about what year was the debate of green onion cakes? Yeah, like 2012. Oh yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, maybe where we're trying to argue with Sunny, we're like green onion cakes are delicious. He's like nobody likes green onion cakes. We went to bat so many times for green onion cakes. As though we were the inventors of them. We're like, you go to the Summit Horlock Park in the summer, and there's a massive lineup. There we went. It's as though we'd invented both of them. I, I get. I, we need to know the origin story. Yeah. And I, well, and just like the, why Edmonton embraces green onion cakes. So, I mean, it's like Donaire's all over yeah. again, but with green onion cakes. I think Edmonton's just such a proud city in general that if there's something they can kind of like latch on, I shouldn't say they, us, something we can latch onto as our own, we love it fiercely. Donaire's, green onion cakes, the Oilers, the whole thing, right? Well, you know what uh, Calgary's put, only in Edmonton? Well, it's only really popular. They're not like, you don't really see them outside of here like it's it's like an edmonton thing i think they are actually like invented here like i'm gonna to bring this bit to wherever it little goes Everybody do you know what green well do you know what uh calgary's claim to flame came yes Whoa. i totally know calgary's claim everybody there below flame. the IQ level to drive a car i just said calgary's claim to flame i guess that plays um is ginger beef really neither they they claim to have invented it. That in a delicious Caesar, which apparently I can use right now. That's a Western bar. Interesting. It is interesting. Like I've I've had green onion cakes in Hong Kong, but they're not the same, right? It's like a they're like they look like a big thick pancake as opposed to like the donutty shape that they are here. Yeah. 
Um, well, that's that, that that's 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 Oodle Noodle's version of green onion cakes. There's also like a thin kind of like round patty that you can get to that's green onion cake. Uh, so there's two, there's a couple different iterations, but based on our testing, uh, we went with the the puffy donut looking one. And they're legit. I order green onion cakes all the time, and Oodle Noodles are legit. I I would put them up against anybody's green onion cakes. We uh, as someone who has access to the sales information of Oodle Noodle. We move a lot of green onion cakes. A lot of green onion cakes. Here's a hack for you, Tyler. Next time you order a little noodle, yep. get, get yourself the butter chicken mm-hmm. and dunk the green onion cake in the butter mm-hmm. chicken. Yep. It'll change your life. That's good shit. That is good sound advice right there. And Here's that- another hack for you. You're in touch. Can't find a condom? Just put your wang through a green onion cake hole. It acts sure. as a prophylactic. That's yep. how Connor McDavid was conceived. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This podcast okay. took a weird turn. You're the one who took it off the rails. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you was right. I was just trying to do the ad raid for Oodle Noodle. That's all I'm guilty of. That and loving their delicious food. 14 locations around Edmonton and a 15th coming to you, Fort Saskatchewan. Um, all right. We got a couple things uh, on the ledger. I think that's a word. Um, we got some listener questions. I think we got a couple of reviews of the podcast we could get to as well. Uh, which one do you guys want to go with first? We bag milk. Do you have those reviews ready? And then we'll get to listener questions. I'm buying time in case Chalmers shows up. I've got a five-star review that is, this is fresh. This is a fresh one from Caden. Caden says it's the podcast. I look forward to most every week, especially if Chalmers hasn't been on in a couple of episodes, which is funny because he's not here again. Hilarity almost always ensues. Do yourself a favor, pour a glass of apple cedar. Nice (laughs) spelling here. Apple cedar and listen to a few hard a few hard bodies talk about everything from Big Brother football odds to Peloton competitions to parking lot ethics and hard hitting nightclub reviews. Maybe in a little Oilers talk. Who knows? Keep up the great work, boys. That's, so that's from Caden. Shout out to Caden. That's a great review. He worked in a lot of references there. Yeah, he even brought some Owen Radio references in there with the hard bodies. Tyler was obsessed with hard bodies a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I was wondering where the hard bodies came from. I mean, like, like I'll take the compliment, but I don't know if it necessarily is accurate. I a little context s- is he meant to say warm bodies, but he kept saying the Oilers need more hard bodies, and I just we were all in agreement. The Swedish abs team could always need yeah, more hard bodies. So essentially more Swedes is what we need. Absolutely. I guess. I guess. Um <laughs> I just noticed we got an Instagram message while we were uh, live on the air. It's a betting question, so we could... Uh, Hold maybe on, we were live on Instagram? No, no, we got an Instagram question while we were live recording right now, is, oh. is what I meant to say. Um, so shout out to Caden for that review. We're always looking for more five-star reviews as we try to move up in the world of podcasting. Well, then how about this one from Richard? He says, I'd listen daily. Screw those other people, swear more. Feels way more authentic. This is the same banter my idiot buddies and I do daily, and I'm sure our significant others hate. Shout out to Brown Bear from Operator Rich. Holy fuck. Hold on. Did Operator Rich just work a shout out to his buddy and do a review? He sure did. Shout out to Brown Bear. <laughs> you got to respect that Shout out that to game. Brown Bear. Sir, you have earned it. I love Brown Bear. Mm-hmm. This is how people are going to start skirting like our... Uh, our advertising revenue instead of places advertising with us, they're going to leave reviews and be like, Oh, and shout out to this company as well. Three locations around Edmonton. We will have you ever, you ever see people that we know from social talk to each other and you didn't realize they knew each other. And then you feel like a matchmaker and you're like, Oh, look at them commenting on each other's shit. Oh yeah. 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 Well, you see a lot of it come, um, when we do events and, and, and travel and stuff, right. All the amazing kind of bonds and friendships are kind of, from that and the 
the ongoing Twitter conversation that ensues. One of the best things that we ever did was when we started coming, like just offering name tags at our events where people can write their Twitter handles down. And I always love just kind of looking around the room and being like, oh, you're this guy. Oh, you're that guy. Your picture is like a statue or something. But like, this is you in real life. It's always great. Love the nation. Fine citizens everywhere. Can't wait till we can do one of those big events again. I was actually just talking about it with uh, Overlord Graham of probably about an hour ago about how I was actually kind of bummed out this weekend thinking about it because by this point, it's the 9th of November today, we would have probably thrown what, Jay? Maybe two parties and a trip to Calgary by now? Two for sure, yeah. Yeah, we would have been well in on our way to uh, having a, yeah, I was going to say degenerate season, but uh, it's not, it's not, you're not a degenerate if you're uh, supporting your local sports team. But just think when it comes back, how good it's going to feel. Because we always took this shit for granted. Yeah. That That's true. true. That's true. So like, you're like, uh, now, it, it, when it's 2.30 in the morning and I'm at the pine, the bouncers are Keystone cops trying to chase me out and I refuse. This is a unique experience for both of us because we haven't seen each other in so long. I'll probably be more of a handful, though, because of all the nostalgia. Oh, on the other side of this, I'm going to have so much built-up energy to do shit. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a veal right now. Just not moving. Just... Basting for real, that beer. is a very good, yeah, like a veal. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Five star review. <laughs> Especially right now, Shout out Brown Bear. When it's yeah. getting so dark so early, and I'm just like, fuck. There's literally nothing to do during the weeks. Basically, you just have to sit at home. And like, usually, it'd be like, oh man, at least I have the Oilers game to look forward to at seven o'clock, or like, you could watch a hockey game. But now, I mean, football aside, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, there's like jack shit going on. It's brutal without hockey. Well, you're going to have to uh, be a good boyfriend. And outside of doing the laundry for your girlfriend, which I saw was one of your uh, chores that you do yeah. to earn brownie points, and I respect that. I respect that advice, Jerem Chuck, uh, is getting into a couple shows together that you can watch during the week. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, and we do that. Um, we are super into Shit's Creek right now. We're working our way through oh. that. Um, Great show. like for me, I was, I'm always a big, I like comedies, I like sitcoms, I like funny movies, all that stuff. And my girlfriend wasn't really into that when we first met. Um, but I've started, you know, we watched the office, we did parks and rec, we did how I met your mother. Now we're on Shits Creek. And that's kind of our thing is we watch like those little sitcoms together that I've seen like two or three times, but she's never seen, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we do spend time together. Anyways, uh, you mentioned that question from the mailbag, which was from Tanner and it said, I'm 23 years old, just moved in with my girlfriend at the start of November. How do I make sure I don't screw this up? I absolutely think I had the best advice because I'm also 23 no. and recently moved in with my girlfriend. Um, my advice is also sound. Yeah, yours is good. Begnook said, bring her snacks and clean up after yourself. You've got this, which yep. was good. Um, Always bring a lady some snacks and she'll be happy. Gregor, I say don't let, your, don't let your pubic hair maintenance go to hell, Tanner. Like, you've earned it, right? That you is got true. a girl. Also good advice. But that's no reason to let them yeah. go wild. Yep. Yeah, you got to keep it tight. Home, doesn't mean you shouldn't mow the lawn. Keep it trim. That's well, fair. and uh, trimming the hedge, trimming the hedges makes the stump look bigger, Tyler. That's what you got to do, buddy. Keep it uh, trim. Trimming, trimming a body, keeping it trim will go longer than a hard body ever could. Mm-hmm. Although I did like Brownlee's advice as well. Yeah. It just says to start, ignore any advice you get on a hockey website. Yeah, that's also accurate. Yeah. Gregor said, be honest, communicate, clean up after yourself, and keep some of your own stuff. If you don't take a stand now, you will end up with nothing. (laughs) And this is why Gregor still has fake grass for a front yard. 
Do you remember when Gregor moved in with his now Mrs. Gregor Jay? We got first crack at all the shit she wouldn't let him have. I have the Jack- best, best like leather three quarter length trench coat. <laughs> Gregor gave this jacket up as though he was like handing over the sword he won a war with. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not allowed to have this jacket because you know I look so good in it. And I'm like, you what? What? It's, yeah, it's. It, it deserve, it's a jacket that does deserve a ceremony. I wore it to a CFR, and I got so many compliments on it. You did? So, yes, yes. Maybe I don't know. No, Maybe no, no. This jacket is legit, so I will have it for as long as I can fit in it. Um, and what are those called? Is it called a du- that's called a duster, right? The jacket? Yeah. Like I don't long know. Trench co- long leather style trench coat. I'm pretty sure it's called a duster. Well, uh, we learn something new every day duster jacket um so so i get my girlfriend anytime we do a closet purge it always comes up as an item that should go and i'm no, like no, no i don't care if i wear this once every 10 years that one time it creates such an impact that it's worth the next 10 years of waiting uh gregor talked about not giving up your own stuff remember my big deal about having two tvs right and my girl, the initial deal was that it got to stay for the NHL playoffs because I had a lot of hockey to watch and I told, you know, work mm. reasons. And it's now still here. And I'm starting to run out of like reasons for it to stay. Like this Sunday, Masters and NFL, I'm good. After that, that's kind of where she wants to put the Christmas tree. So my new. No, you go, you go, I can't, babe. I promised Tanner, a guy from the internet. I'd always learn. <laughs> My, my, my approach is keep handing her a new basket of folded laundry. Yeah. yeah. She'll be like, it's his make a wish. She'll be like, is he sick? He's like, I don't know. We never got into it. And then you have Tanner back you up and say on the podcast, every day you have two TVs your Evchuck inspires me. Um, my approach when she asked me last week, she goes, hey, so this two TV thing, uh, we going to move this on? And I just stayed silent. I just yeah, like it was kind of like the, the play dead approach. Yeah. I just didn't say a word, and she's yeah. probably listening to this now, assuming she's not on a work call. Um, so I'm screwed now. I've given up my playbook, but that was no, my no, play. Just offer fries. Just like when she asks <laughs> again, just be like, "Would you like some fries?" Yeah. And uh, I guarantee it'll win. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, yep. Also, while we're on the topic of things going on at Casa uh, Yeremchuk, I have an issue, a moral dilemma. You can see my kind of patio there, right? There's snow on it. We're on like the second floor though, so we're like the highest up. Do I shovel that? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just, I feel bad because I'm just either pushing snow onto people's cars or I'm pushing it onto like the balconies below me. Uh, right? I mean, as soon as I, I you clear it off, your patio gravity is to blame as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's outside of your jurisdiction. Yeah. So you think I should be like sweeping it off and all that? Because like if I don't, it's just going to get way too high by the end of the year. It's going to take forever well, to melt. 100%. And also, yeah, just take care of it now because then it'll, or else it'll pile up to a point of no return. You can't have yeah. that. Yeah. And you're, and you're, and you're bordering on that. There was so much snow this week. And it, in some pockets of the city, it's between 20 and 40 centimeters. Which is like hot. you probably lost hot dog in the yard. I took, so talking about that, we took, uh, I met up with a buddy who's got like a giant, like full mastiff Great Dane cross. And we took hot dogs. And we went for like a nature walk and hot dog was crushing it in the snow, even though he had to jump for every step to like get over the snow into his next kind of spot of advancement. But he was crushing it. The only time he got, uh, he got into trouble. We, we ran into some people we knew in the ravine and started talking to him. And so what happened is all this snow he was carrying on him started melting on him. So he got really cold. 
so then we had to wrap him up and warm him up. Um, but he was uh, he was crushing the snow. I was pumped to see that he's a big snow guy. And then also, I was even more prouder as he was holding court against the big dog when they were playing inside together. I like when the little dog is the big boss of the big dog. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I saw that video on your uh, on your Insta story. You, hot yeah. dog can't take no guff, man. Your dog well, is Kyler Yamamoto. Guff. He's like the Kyler yeah. Yamamoto of dogs. He's got heart. And he's agile. <laughs> uh, I was telling the story today of the first time I ever saw Kyler Yamamoto in person. And like he's listed at five foot eight. I don't think he's even five foot eight. I held the door open for him once at Rogers and he like walked past me and I was like, holy shit, you're going to play. It was before his second year. And I was like, you were going to play in the NHL this year and you're that small, which makes it like, I'm not even saying that as a shot at the guy that makes it even more impressive the way he plays. Like you're a heightist. Well, no, I remember when I, the the bouncer, the pine Eric, the the others come in like during training camp or whatever. And all the guys like know who they are. So, you know, they get the VIP treatment. I'm like, hey, how do I have the new weather looking this year? He's like, you won't even believe this one. And he's like, I look at the dance floor, and there's this kid dancing. He like shows me how he's dancing. And he was like, what? And I actually stopped and started laughing. And then another doorman came over and went, make sure we keep an eye on him. That's Taylor Yamamoto. <laughs> he was like, what? That guy's going to play in the NHL? Like, he doesn't even look like he could be in high school. Yeah, it's wild. Um, I also heard a great nickname for that line, the Dry Kai and Rye line. Ah, I'd never heard that one. We've been trying to come up with a nickname for them, and I think that could be the one: Dry Ryan Kai. I don't know. <laughs> Wani's not sold on it, but that's okay. I said, is that, well, here's the thing: here's the thing about line combos. They never fucking last. Yeah, right. And we get ourselves so excited. I swear, like line combos are like fan fiction. They don't exist for more than like thirty seconds. And you're like, yeah, but imagine they play together. <laughs> That's like somewhere out there. There's like a, a bunch of people with discounted cognac t-shirts. Oh, roaming the streets of Edmonton. Like, like that shout out lineups is dailyfaceoff.com is our favorite thing of all time. But mm-hmm. that shit don't last. Oh, cognac would have been a thing. If, if, yeah, if, if Yak didn't get hurt. Or was it Yak that got Yeah, Yak got hurt. No, it was uh, Connor that got hurt. Connor was it Connor that got hurt? That was when, he, that was when the event happened. Did you remember? Oh, right no, 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 no. This happened before that. Con- it was right around Cognac, I remember like a ref trip. Con- con- uh, yeah, oh, Yakupov yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The New line Jersey. Took him down. Yeah, just a random. And that that's what broke up Cognac and killed Yakupov's NHL career. And you also Jerry remember Roy this. Go. You also and remember this, Jerry. though, Jay. When we, went to, when we went to Rexall Place and met Gene Principe and gave him a Cognac shirt, that he was going to wear on the air during an intermission. And then he texted me back saying, I can't because that's when the event happened. Yes. We jinxed it. We did. Damn. Um, That actually segues pretty nicely into our listener questions because the first one we got after I put out the call on Instagram and Twitter was from Maddie Parton. Who wants to know our best predictions for the event? How could you put it out already? We're not live. What? You said you put the question out. How does that work? Like I a put call out, for questions. I put out the call for questions. I posted like, hey, submit your questions oh, you for today. Posted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I missed that. I thought you were like, I, as I asked for earlier in the podcast. Like, <laughs> literally no one on earth knows you said that. Um, he wanted to know some predictions for the Oilers lineup. So I mentioned the dry Ryan Kai line. Let's just keep it specific to the top six. 
What what should the Oilers opening day top six look like next season? And while I give you guys a chance to think, because I'm throwing you the question now, I'll go ahead. I think you you give a good, honest look to Cahoon on the second line. You go Cahoon, Dreisaitl, Yamamoto. On the top line, you go McDavid with Nugent Hopkins. And on the right side, you put Zach Cassian. And I would say my wild card to this whole thing, it, it might, it just might be yes, a pull you RV. And that's the caveat yeah, I'll add in there. Like, if the, if he comes in and he's totally a changed player and he starts to look like a fourth overall pick, I think he could take Cassian's spot. Wait, wait. Well, you don't know we signed Cahoon? Who? Oh, wait, are you? Oh, you were talking about Cahoon? I thought you were asking me about Puyi Arvi. No, who the hell is Cahoon? Dominic Cahoon, the German we signed to play with Leon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a fourth pick overall. No, Puyi Arvi was. I thought you, when oh, you said... Uh, <laughs> like, what uh, the hell? Yeah. When oh, yeah, said, that German dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. When you said Cahoon, I thought you were saying Puyi Arvi. Like, for who? Like, who is he going to take in the top six? That's why uh, I said his name in Cassian. But, um, so, yeah. So, your Remchuk, it's not hard to land at what you just mentioned uh, in terms of what the top six make, make up could and should look like. I think, I think if you've got two crazy, cerebral, talented guys like Connor McDavid, and Rai Rai Nugent Hopkins. I think you can take the gamble <laughs> and have JP play on there because I, 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 I still question his IQ, but he can shoot the puck. And if those two are the smart guys, just feed, feed the shooter. I think it could work. And then casting just goes to being hopefully a wrecking ball on the third line, which is what he should be. Or you put him back up on that line. Bag milk. I actually, I think that I honestly think that Cassian's pretty useless unless he plays with Connor. Uh, no offense. I mean, I guess it's kind of offensive, but uh, I think it's going to be McNuge and Cassian, and then I'm going to think Cahoon is going to go with Drysaddle and Yama. If the Cahoon thing doesn't work, it gets a little bit more interesting because then all of a sudden it's like, do you go back to the Drysaddle Nuge Yamamoto line, and do you give like Ennis a look up with McDavid or? I mean, it would be a slow boots line, but do you go with James Neal and Zach Cassian on McDavid's wing? Like the Cahoon signing for it coming this late in the offseason and being as cheap as it is, it's actually fairly significant. Like there's a lot riding on him and Drysaddle mm-hmm. working out in terms of like the balance of the top six. Oh, 100%. But the thing is, though, if you can put Nuge and McDavid together, you can literally plug in anyone you want on the right side. Anyone. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. You could put James Neal there. I don't, I don't even know if he's a right winger, but you can he put him there. Both. He can play both. Um, right? So, yeah. and, 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 and they can make it work, is what I'm saying. If you've got those two in, on the line, you can get away with someone like that on their line. And then, and then yeah, like if Cahoon works, that's great. But Ennis is so versatile. Ennis and Drysaddle could be good together for all we know. And they played a little bit together in the playing series. And Yamamoto as well. Like, I mean, I, I'm excited to see him play next year. He was a revelation, but like. <laughs> the pessimistic side of me is like, he only did it for 27 games. Like what if Kyler Yamamoto takes a step back next season? Cause that can happen. Could. Sophomore slump. Yeah. I've seen him dance, man, through a third party interpreter. He'll be fine. Okay. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Says a lot about him, man. But uh, Honestly, I think that this is probably an arguably the Oilers best top nine that they've had since the 2017 playoff run. So yeah. I think that, 
Tippett's going to mix and match. He's going to pull out the old McBlender yeah. from, from, you know, Maybe we were calling the McBlender like a thing. It's just a league-wide thing, but we didn't know. Like every oh, it's team? Definitely a thing. Yeah. Like, I used to just be like, man, only fucking Mac T would mix these lines up so much. But everybody mixes the lines up all the time. Oh, Tippett mixes them up like crazy. Ridiculous. Other person we could think about on the first line, Josh Archibald. Ooh, that's going to be a no-go from me. Like, it's just interesting because we're talking about this, obviously. Normally, we'd be able to talk about it for real, but, like, it reminds me of today, the Toronto Star, I guess that was yesterday, the Toronto Star put out an article about what if the Leafs experimented with three defensemen and two forwards on the ice instead of the standard three forward, two defensemen. It's just, it's off-season mode, man. They can't, man. The are too short for that shit. Well, you would have so, to start dressing so many more demon. So how come you're like you you that was like a, a visceral reaction to my Josh Archibald take? Uh yeah, I just I don't think he's a top six winger. And when you look at like how good is he with Connor McDavid though? He was wasn't great with Connor McDavid. Like he didn't leave me wanting more of it. I I thought he like he's versatile as well. Like he's almost like a you know, a cheaper version of and I mean not salary wise, but a lesser version of Tyler Ennis, where like if you need him to pinch hit up there. He'll pinch hit up there, and he can give you a game or two. But I think, in the long run of a season, in the long haul of a season, he should probably be on your fourth line. I think if Josh Archibald's on your fourth line, then you're starting to have a, a really solid team. I I actually think that Josh Archibald has personally slighted Tyler Yamchuk in some way, shape, or form mm-hmm. to throw that much shade Josh Archibald's way. I thought it was rather polite, but we could just link this right back to me not liking uh, the short Oilers and wanting to take shots at them. Heightest. Yeah, Tyler is a heightest. That's fair. <laughs> um, but you you mentioned it, Bag Milk. Like the depth on this team could be the best we've seen the Oilers have since pre-decade of darkness. And I think a big part of it as well is like Ken Holland's been doing a great job bargain bin shopping, but it's not like in previous years where you're sitting here going like. Ooh, I hope Ty Ratty can f- work in the top six. Or like, oh, Nygaard, what's he going to be like? And like all these rookies and unproven options coming in. You look at this team, and on the one wing, you're going to have Nugent Hopkins, Cahoon, and Ennis, who have all produced at the NHL level to varying degrees, but they've all done it before. Chase on Cassian, Neal, those are three veteran guys who you kind of know what you're going to get. They've produced at the NHL level before. Yamamoto and Puglia Yarvi, two younger guys, but with a lot of upside, Kyle Turris has done it before. Again, a free agent edition where it's kind of like a lottery ticket, oh. but it feels like more of a sure thing than we've ever seen. We're so deep. Kyle Turris could play in the top six. Jesus. We've got options, man. We're going deep. We need a season. We need it now. Yeah. I'm getting bored, too. Like, oh, yeah. I, Oilers uh, Stanley Cup odds are only going down. Last time I looked on the odd chart, they were plus 2,300. Now they're down to plus 2,200. The street, the streets are talking. Fifty-fifty, man. Numbers speak themselves. Yeah, it's fifty-fifty. Either they win or they don't. <laughs> yeah, I would say the Oilers have a fifty-fifty chance of winning the cup. Sure. Wow. Yep. That's bold. Coin flip, really, at this point. That is. It bold. really is. Well, the interesting thing about it, though, is let's say that the season comes back and it's a forty-eight game season. That increase that cranks up the pressure on everybody a whole lot. You can't have a you can't take a month off at forty-eight games. Does it's that the playoff push right from the puck drop yeah, game one? Exactly. But does that favor the Oilers in your opinion, or is it? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because we're just gonna we can sprint. We'll come out hot. Veteran teams take a while to kind of like they kind of come on hot late. You could start hot and still finish hot in a 48-game kind of section. 
If I it, also want to see what uh, full, I mean, there was a four and a half month pandemic break plus this break. Like Connor McDavid is going to come back superhuman. And he's got like well. nine PCLs now. Yeah. They yep. just like braided together into a super PCL. He's yeah. spent this entire break in a, what, what was the chamber called? The hyperbaric chamber. He spent the entire break. He's just living in one of those chambers and he's just going to come out like a, like a cannonball. Um, I, Here's the other thing. Does the short season, if it's a short, condensed season, Oilers goaltending, are you more or less concerned about it? Because, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. You go, yeah, they have Smith and Koskinen, so they could split it. But if you're not a big Mike Smith believer, you'll sit here and go, shit. Like, Koskinen's going to have to play a lot. Well, the big goalies better when they're rusty? No. Right? (laughs) A short season is going to lead to chaos. Yeah, I agree. but uh, we learned that Nico's only got so many games in his tank, so the less games there are on the, ske- the, the schedule, the yeah. better. That is true, but then also, well, you could be right. I maintain the reason why the Oilers lost in the playoffs was that Chicago had the muscle memory of having had to amp up before for playoffs because they're all old as shit. And that was the first time in years they went into something well-rested. But it wasn't a function of them playing so good. It was a function of us playing so bad. Because we were lost. We looked like Bambi in the beginning of Bambi. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an addition to the podcast. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Welcome, Mr. Chalmers. Well, hello. How are you guys? (laughs) What, What have you been doing that you couldn't come on on time? I was at a meeting and it went real late. Were you like... I literally have thousands of listeners. I have to go goodbye. Uh, no, I sat there looking at my watch thinking, how can I possibly get out of here? And I just walked out of there. So now I'm driving. What are you guys doing? Uh, we were talking about some Oilers stuff. Has your business life ever like okay, crossed over? Has it ever crossed over with the podcasting life? Like, have you ever been doing something with a client? And they're like, hey, you're the guy from the Real Life Podcast. Oh, yeah. That was like the guys that I just left right now. And oh. Come on. They knew you were. Well, no, they just know that I, they, they, he must have looked it up online or something and then saw that I was, uh, just a couple of things on, online that yeah. said part of the nation real life podcast. Explain, how did times. they bring it up? Explain the conversation. Hey, are you on the podcast? And I said, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you had really? no idea who these people were. No, I had an idea. Well, I was doing, I'm doing work for them. Oh, so you knew them. It's a jinx. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing work for them, and then... Oh, I thought, like, strangers were like, hey, by the by, are you the guy that podcast? Oh, no, 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 like, not anybody strangers, but, like, no, it's funny, because it, it happened, like, a couple, like, at least five or six times where I've been working for somebody, and uh, after, like, a month or something, they'll bring it up, and they'll ask if that's me on there, and I'll be like, Come oh, yeah. on! I'll be like, oh, yeah, do you listen to it? And they're like, they're like, yeah, I do. I didn't, I didn't know. I'm like... Wow. Yeah. So. Interesting kind of funny kind of interesting it's funny that like yeah i guess a lot of people listen to this because it's happened like it's happened with trade too where guys i knew were just like i didn't put it together for a while talk about what i want to i want to ask your advice on a question that we covered a little bit earlier today in the month the mailbag on uh oilersnation.com we had a young man named tanner he is 23 years old just moved in with his girlfriend he wants to know how to not screw it up mm. Uh. How to not screw up living with your girlfriend at 23? Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, Move out and wait till you're 26? I don't know. (laughs) You didn't give that advice Uh, to me a few months ago. What? uh, 
yeah, I don't know, Tanner. He might not be emotionally responsible for this, and I can tell that you are. Um, I mean, I don't know. Be more specific. How does he not screw up? Like what? Like how does he not screw up? Their, what are some ways? Like, give him some tips on ways to make it go smooth to keep his quality Wait, of life up. Like I said, okay. like I said, bring her snacks. Yeah, I said find one chore that she doesn't like doing and just commit yourself to doing it because it'll always stand out more than just like doing other shit. Like if you find the thing you know she doesn't want to do, just do that consistently. Uh, Wanye said shave your pubes. Yeah. I said hire a butler. A butler. Clean up after you shave your pubes is a good one. Yeah, but don't just let it go wild now that you've won the game. You know what I mean? You have your living gal. Don't just (laughs) run wild. Yeah, so I guess, I guess I have the same advice for a lot of things, getting into a relationship or moving in with somebody. It's when you set trends in your relationship, they're, they become, <laughs> they become the trend, right? And so at the very beginning, if you move in and you are constantly doing extra, you know, that will, that will build you a lot of goodwill in the future. But if you move in and all of a sudden you're just leaving dishes by the dishwasher and, and all this shit, like, that can get annoying after like a month or two and then she'll be looking for it, right? Like looking for that kind of stuff, leaving your clothes on the floor. Like if you just put that shit away and you're a good roommate for the first couple of months, after like run three months, four, you leave the audition out. It's not going to be like a big thing, right? It's, I didn't want, like, it's not a big deal. Like I always clean up after myself. You want to be able to, to, to always in every situation that might be negative for you, revert to the past and how you've been in that because that goodwill always always plays well brownie points it's a true system so chalmers chalmers i think if i'm going to uh summarize what you just said be a good roommate just be a good roommate like listen if you know you always know somebody that like if 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 somebody starts a job for me and they're always on time for the first week and then tuesday of week two they're late i'm probably going to give them a lot more leniency then if they're late, day two, day four, and then day six, it's going to explode. I always find that, like, me and my wife, we, we, I, I probably pressure her to talk about things when I can see them just starting. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to see that look or you start to get that feeling and they go and you're like, and you're okay? get and like those looks. let's be clear. Yeah. Oh, Once yeah. an hour, you'll get a look. And I'm just like, everything okay? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. And I'll go, no, it isn't. Let's. Nip this thing in the butt before it becomes that fucking blow up in like a week and a half because now a bunch of new shit piled on top of it. We don't need new shit. Let's deal with every single thing. It's going to be a lot easier to deal with every little tiny thing that comes up when it comes up than to deal with a backlog of like five or six things. Now, just a you know second. I mean? Before we get to all that maturity, did you say nip this thing in the butt? Yes. In the butt. Nip he this did. thing in the butt. I see. Uh, can I get a ruling, your M Chuck? What is that wrong? Isn't the saying, "Nip this thing in the bud." Yeah, Larynx. bud. Oh, bud. is it? It's a gardening term. What's the What's the reference for that? Yeah, what is it? Nip where, this where is thing the, in the bud. The... Like cut this off before it grows into a big thing. Yep, that's right. You would be correct. Nip it at the bud. Uh, well, to... fight, fight, fight with your wife or like weed. You're dropping you truth bombs left and right. And you're very mature, and I am criticizing the color you wrote the document in. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. But it is. It's like it's like your backyard in the springtime. You see one wheat, go pick it, go pick it, nip it in the bud. If you don't, 
and then all of a sudden you have 30 weeds, it's going to be a lot fucking harder to do all in one sitting. So if I have to conclude this, Tanner, do things to build up the goodwill. You will, you will, you will get away with a lot more in the future. <laughs> number two, if you feel that something is a problem, don't, don't be, um, don't be internalize uh, it. No, don't yeah. be relieved. Yeah, by right. the, Push it deep down. Press it. <laughs> don't be no. Don't be relieved by the no. Everything's okay because that will come back to haunt you, my boy. I would also add that there are these pain, there's medications out there they give to old ladies who get hysterical. I won't mention any brands. You can take those too as a young man. What? Just emotionally deaden yourself with pharmaceuticals. You, know you could mean? just drink a bunch of Nyquil, Tyler, and just yeah, do lean, do lean. This is terrible, terrible things to right say. Yeah, that wasn't that was uh, not part of my uh, analysis. Um, okay, we had uh, we were doing some listener questions, Chalmers. <laughs> I was yeah, hoping Chalmers, you were going to connect, like, have, like, two Slurpees a day as well to kind of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keeps the body strong. Keep a strong baseline of pure sugar. So Make sure okay, to respect so, the temple. So, in, in that same vein, when you set a precedent, then it can't... When things come out of left field, like, all of a sudden, you know, after month two, you start bringing home, like, a bottle of rye and a 24-pack of beer every two weeks, it's probably going to be like, why all of a sudden are you drinking... <laughs> If you're gonna if you're gonna enjoy a cocktail or do something stupid, just do it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. That's the precedent. That's right. You do you plan on being an alcoholic at any point in your life? Start now. Yeah. No, I just I use it as a bad deterrent, like like something that somebody would do that no, no. maybe a partner would be like, oh, so you do that? Have you just been hiding it for like the first two months? Don't hide anything. Man. Normalize hide anything. normalize bringing home copious amounts of alcohol. That makes yeah. total sense. I do that as well. And just, I think what Chalmers is saying, though, like if I'm to understand this, don't provide a highlight real version of yourself that is inauthentic. That's fair. Like if you yeah. want to enjoy a rye, you drink that rye. Mm-hmm. And like, like I tell my kids, it takes just as long to, leave, to put the, the dishes above the dishwasher as it does to put them inside the dishwasher. It ain't that hard. That's also good just advice. Do it. Uh-huh. And a can um, of pop. And a can of beer and the same amount of liquid. So when Daddy has ten beers, he's really only having ten. <laughs> what? What is the? Uh, what were the other questions? I'm excited to hear. Surveyor Brett, things are going good for him clearly because he wants to invest in a snowblower, and he said you were the one who can be trusted to give him advice on what he should look for. Maybe not a specific brand, but like you know, what's the right price range so you're not cheaping out, you're not getting something. I've got a. I've got questions. Surveyor Brett, don't you have kids? Isn't that what having kids is for? <laughs> he has one kid. Okay, so I might be the foremost uh, specialist on this, considering I just purchased the snowblower on Thursday. Wow. wow. And this is because I have a shared driveway with my neighbor in some of those older houses. And so we have long driveways with detached garages, and there's not a lot of room for snow buildup in the back. It's just we both built these different fences, area so we all have to push it forward now pushing snow forward with shovels all the way down a long long driveway not ideal so i also made a pretty big rink in the backyard and i want to use the snowblower on it because three sides of the rink are very close to the fences and the back of the garage so i need to put all the snow one way so i went shopping a little bit and i shopped around now there's three different types of snowblowers there is uh well no there's, there's really two there's single stage now there is three. There's a single stage, which means it 
it's, you know, like the smaller ones that are kind of, they're just gas and they have like, um, like velcro, like rubber inside. They're the rubber ones, right? There's the two stages, which are the big dogs that have like the two big handles and the metal like chewer. I don't even know what the hell you call it. I guess I'm not the best specialist. Um, those are super expensive. They're usually over a thousand bucks and they're heavy. They're cumbersome. They're not ideal. They're not what you want. What he, what he wants, I'm guaranteeing it, is either, there's two different brands. There's, well, there's lots of brands. There's two different types. One that's totally automated. It can change the chute left and right, up and down with a handle, right? So it's nice and easy. You're going along. You don't have to stop and reposition it. And then one that you have to reposition. Those are going to go for around $799 to around $999. And the one I bought was a Toro 720 from the Home Depot. I spent a little extra because I wanted to be able to position the chute. So that is the one I went for. Now, if you get one of the battery-powered ones or you get a little bit of a less-powered one, it's only going to shoot 25 feet. It's no good. More okay. power, the better. Spend extra money. You won't, you know. Especially because it's. it feels like it might be one of those things where if you spend the extra money now, the snowblower is going to last you longer. So, like, you're you're just, you know, if you're saving money now, you're really just costing yourself money down the road. Yeah, and the ones that are battery-powered, the batteries do not last very long, and they probably take up to, like, 10 hours to charge. Guaranteed you're going to find yourself in need of that snowblower with batteries on the charger, uncharged, and you're going to be pissed off. So get gas. Gas is reliable, especially when it has an electric start. It will always start with a with an extension cord. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, that was the one of the two questions that were pretty Chalmers-specific. The other one came from Brad Stepenko. Who wants to know if you're a fan of mixing Slurpees with ice cream? No, wow. I hate it. Screamers. Yeah. How do you hate no. screamers? Screamers. Oh, my God. They are the best. They're delicious. JR and I used to go every, we used to at our, at uh, when we used to hang out as kids, we would always get, well, he would always get root beer floats or orange crush floats. Ooh. And I think a float is one of the most revolting. I've never liked the creamsicle. I don't like root beer floats. I don't like orange floats. I don't like ice cream in my Slurpees. They don't go together. It's disgusting. Okay. The one thing I will say about a float is that it does get a little ugly at the end. But they are delicious through and through. And screamers, oh my god. Like, Slurpees and ice cream were, they're kindred spirits. They belong like together. carrots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just um, don't agree. Okay. Interesting. I feel like uh, maybe like a good boozy float. That'd be interesting. A good boozy float. Yeah. A rosé, like, sure if you that, will. Well, yeah, I'm sure there's like a You want to good... make booze? Like it would have to be like almost a white Russian style or yeah. like a something like that. Every year at Christmas, I make a hell of a boozy uh, Slurpee Chalmers. I feel like you would like, like it's what? a, a you know big problem with slushy vodka delight. Yeah. So the key to boozy drinks is you have to add the booze last, and you have to make them extra thick to start because that booze will really thin out uh, a, a, um, a Slurpee style drink. So you want to go heavy, heavy ice, almost where it's like undrinkable, and then add the booze at the very end, and then just give it a little mix-up. Interesting. And then it's good. All right. Oh. Brad Stamenko also, uh, he says he has a lot of time on his hands, and he said, uh, what are some business ideas he should look into? 
And uh, we could spin this two ways. If you actually have business advice for Brad Stabenka, you can give it. Or what is like your dream business? I know, you know, running a hockey website is probably up there. But is there anything that like either growing up or now you look at it and you're like, oh, it'd be so cool to one day like do this? Brad, there's enough room on OnlyFans for the both of us. Okay. Enjoy, my friend. You know what? Late, lately, lately, I've really, really wanted to, and I don't know if this is weird, and I don't even know if it's in my character, but I've wanted to own like a pizza shop. I want to own a pizza parlor, like a really what, good. What style of pizza would you go with? Seven Eleven oh, style. So, oh hell no! So I would go with, you know, you guys heard my my run on pizza lately, and I'll tell you a funny story about what I did this weekend. But uh, my favorite kind of pizza is like real Italian style pizza. Now okay. I'm going to throw it out there. They're not a sponsor, but they should be if they hear this right now. Steps is making a hell of a pizza. It's a crusted That's heart. So good. That's the type I want. Right. I also was in Victoria and I like, I went to this place called mod pizza. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it or ever had it, but they're, they started in the States and they've come down to Western Canada, but this place had atmosphere. It had, you know, like honey, sriracha sauces, all these different types of sauces. They would give you any type of pizza. You could start with any type of base and they would not charge you extra for any topping. You wow. could fill that thing up and it would be the same price as a base pizza. So no $2 extra for any protein. You just fill that thing up and it's amazing. Like they were really, really good. And I straight up looked into like, I was like, man, franchising opportunity for this thing in Edmonton. And then it, I read and it said that it needed like, five to 10 years of, uh, restaurant, um, experience like owning. And then I thought of my man, JR, but I know he's got a lot on his plate, but if I ever, if I could start a new business, it would be, I would just want to have a pizza shop. I don't know. I like it. Cool. May, may I interject for a moment? I just want to check the end of that plan out where Jay comes in. You're yeah. going to go to the president of a 15 restaurant chain with its own factory and offer him to what partner with you on a franchise of someone else's chain. Yeah, uh, Drew Brees owns like 16 Jimmy John's and probably like another 10 Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, but he did Colonel Sanders, home slice. You can't. You can have two things. Why can't, you, why can't, you, why can't you be the noodle master and a pizza master? Also, he's sitting I, in his own cafe right now. You're telling me he can't do two things? Oh, well, exactly. That's why he's the first person well, I thought about. But see, I can also see the butter, the butter chicken you gotta pizza You've got to put a bookmark on that. There, we are... You don't even know this. We're already marching towards something that's going to unlock your dream. Oh, my God. I'm in. Whatever it is, I'm in. You know what it is. We'll talk about it later. We'll update people when it becomes more formal. Okay. So here, I don't even know what this is. I'm excited to find out. No, of course you don't. Oh, no, no. It's just funny because I'm moving to a new end of town. Oh well, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a little, there's a little pub in my neighborhood, which is where Jay's going to be moving into, and uh, we got to form a syndicate, an ownership syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here, let me tell you what I did this weekend. So yes, last night we pigged out on Oodle Noodle, like a lot of it. Like Thank we you. still have. Yeah, it was awesome. So I had my two favorite things this weekend, which was Oodle Noodle for, on Sunday. What's your go to? I got Tokyo Glaze combo box. Wife got the. Jungle curry. We got green green onion cake. Yeah, spring, boy. Spring rolls, salad rolls, and deep fried wontons. I mean, it was borderline disgusting. How much pizza. Um, but I also forgot my favorite thing, pizza, on Friday because my sons wanted pizza and they wanted steps. Now, I'm just going to call out them a little bit. They decided to cancel their, their, their skip the dishes on Friday night because it was getting too busy. 
Where so they would it? only be on. They would only be on Uber Eats. So I went on Uber Eats. Never used the damn thing. It's not user friendly. I got it. Then I get to the checkout, and that's when they tell you how long it's going to take. Right. So I see this thing. It's still processing. I see it's going to take eighty to ninety minutes. So I push X. I go out of here. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I cancel the order. I go back, skip the dishes, and I order Fuko, which is like another really good pizza place in the south side. They're going to be about 30 minutes. We're happy. We start watching some Mandalorian. Our Fuko shows up. We eat it. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and my phone lights up, and I look, and I get a notification from Uber Eats that my that my <laughs> sex is arriving. And so, I it. <laughs> so, so I got so I got six pizzas in total on Friday. So we ate a lot of pizza this weekend. Sounds like an I awesome didn't realize weekend. when you when you cancel something on Uber Eats, you have to actually confirm the cancel. You can't just push cancel. So my mistake. Still got wow. to, still got to eat a lot of pizza. So yeah, that was pretty stupid of me. <laughs> um, or was it? Like you can never have yeah. too much good, good food. Uh, dude, it's like that is great. It's I've heard it's amazing. I don't know what they do, man, but their crust is just perfect. Like even even they season the bottom of the crust. Yeah, they you know, do. Normally, it's like a little flour, but there's like a little like seasoning oh, in that too. So there's flavor on the bottom. Of the what do they got for sauces, though? I'm a sauce guy with my pizza. Uh, I don't know if they have sauce. I there's got like just the uh, no I just got like the standard like an old school Italian pizza sauce, and it was fucking great. Yeah, like the go-to pizza for me there is a straight up. It's like a pepperoni, but it's got like soppressata. I don't. It's just a type of meat. It's a like a pepperoni. It's a spicy pepperoni. But then they got little thinly sliced jalapeno peppers on there, and then they drizzle um, Alberta honey all over it. What? Alberta. Yeah, dude. Well, that's Alberta a sauce. Honey. Honey's a sauce. Well, yeah. And they, so they put sauce on it. It's just it. I literally don't eat a spicy meat pizza anymore without honey on it. It's just the most amazing thing ever. I gotta hook you up then, Chalmers. My dad is a uh, his hobby. He's a retired now, but he's he's uh, a beekeeper. That's his hobby. Wonderful, and wonderful honey. I believe is what they're called, right? That's right. Yep. We've talked about this. Remember, we talked about how he procured procured How do you say it? Procured procured procures his honey, his yep. bees. How he can just go pick up free bees, like free inventory. That's amazing. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, sometimes he, uh, I mean, this was in the summer, probably in August, he had to go and he picked up a bunch of free bees, per se, because somebody had a swarm that settled in their, like, under their eavesdrops. Huh. Yeah. He went and picked them up. Before we wrap up the podcast, or get to the point where we slowly start wrapping up the podcast, should give some love to our friends over at twigandberries.ca, a good local clothing company. Scratch that. A great local co- clothing company. Essentials for the modern-day caveman. No judgment, no shaming, no fancy words, just real men. Head to their website, twigandberries.ca, where one of the first things you'll see is uh, their nutsack collection, their very own brand of underwear. Wanye gave it a great review, and now it's your chance to get it and also give them a great review. Use the promo code NATION15. And maybe if there's like a comment section somewhere when you're ordering, say something like collab with Nation Gear on making sweatpants. Sweatpants. Yeah, sweatpants. We need sweatpants and also in your shout out Brown Bear too. In your yeah, uh, shout comments. out Brown Bear. Yeah, yeah. I got to shout out Brown Bear. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Brown, Brown Bear. Bear. Use the promo code Nation15. Get comfy, look good. Twigandberries.ca. Support local. All that good stuff, Twigandberries. We love you very much. Chalmers, shout out Brown Bear. You know what? Brown Bear? 
Maybe you missed the podcast. You don't even know how we talk now. Um, What were you going to say? To give you the synopsis, a guy wrote an amazing five-star review and then shouted someone else out in his review. Yeah. Oh, really? It's like it's basically because everybody knows I'm Ron Burgundy, and I'll just read whatever the <laughs> review says. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Uh, as, as for twig and berries, you know, what you guys should do. You should make like actual Oilers Nation uh, boxer shorts. Like nothing cooler than having some some uh, logo with boxing shorts, nice black on black Oilers Nation logo on your boxes. That actually be Boy. pretty cool. Um, also, That'd speaking of speaking of black on black. There's a uh, Nation Gear Black Friday collection dropping soon, correct? There is. We're going to start teasing everyone here shortly, but uh, designs are almost finalized. Just making sure that our printer's set up uh, with everything, get all the proofs done. So we'll be uh, teasing those out. But yeah, we've got a new line dropping. Probably going to do, instead of Black Friday, specifically on that day, we might do it for an entire week. Uh, just because we haven't been doing much in the clothing game, we want to make sure we give ourselves a lot of time to get people who are looking to buy stuff for Christmas a chance to do so. So stay tuned. Teaser photos are coming. Speaking and of teasers, your MDRAG, weren't you supposed to hype my coffee club up? That was... Man, look, I can show you. Look, it's, uh, it Speaking was of teasing people. Right there. Listener cues, reviews, coffee club. So oh, uh, how's that going? Where can Give us all <laughs> the details again, since we've only ever talked about it one other time on the what? pod. Oh, my coffee club? Yeah. We, we haven't talked about it? We talked about it. I said, I said we've only talked about it one other time. Oh, I see. Well, we launched the coffee club, you see. So it's like Sumo Jerky was, but it's in Edmonton for coffee. So it's a subscription service. Every month you get a different bag of Edmonton coffee. And you get Edmonton snacks and foods and treats that we found that are made locally all in your box every month. And it's delicious called YG Coffee Club. You can find it on Instagram or .ca. There you are, your MJ. Thank you. Love it. I got a, my, my sister and my brother-in-law are huge coffee fans. I'm trying to get them into this. So You got to get them into this? I have, a, yeah. I have a buddy who got a subscription, and he is a big fan so far. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Like, as the boxes have arrived, he's enjoyed the service? He he just he loves the angle, everything about it. From He loves, first of all, he thinks it's fun that coffee shows up at his house. Which it is, I guess. Yeah. Okay. But also, just like it's a it's a local thing with local roasters, and he just loves it. So my parents, my parents drink a lot of coffee. Could I send them like a subscription? Of course you could. And they also get snacks. You know, Mama, I'd love some locally made marshmallows. No traumas. It says in the fine print that anyone can do it, but your parents. <laughs> that was called advertising, your M. Chuck. I was trying to show different ways to get to give out the coffee club, you red duck. That's a good exactly. that is a, And then people go, hey, wait a minute, right. I have a mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh, you could give it to your girlfriend. I never or even thought if you of move her. In, if you move in with a girl and you're only 23, show her how sophisticated That's you are by getting the coffee, yes. coffee club subscription. Yes. Yeah. Start wearing green think- berries, because if you walk around in ratty old boxes, she going to think you nasty. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need club, a you fresh like a pair. One at a time. Never. <laughs> Tell Tanner he needs a fresh pair of nut sacks if he wants a chance to uh He does. Otherwise make it work. there will come a point, Tanner, where she just throws them away and you don't know about it. Oh sad day. If she even touches them. Um Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Almost at the end of the podcast. Uh there were a few questions we didn't get to. Blake Frazier, Kevbo, Ari. I see your questions. They are written down on my piece of paper. 
but unfortunately we just don't have time to get to them. If you're listening to this and you go, hey, I had a question for the guys, how come just send it in? Our DMs are open on Twitter and Instagram or leave us a review and you know Bag Milk's going to read it uh, verbatim. So that's all good. Uh, next Monday, we're going to have a special guest on the podcast. Here's a hint. You've seen him inside Roger's place many times if, you go, if you've gone to Oilers games. So uh, that's oh, is that my neighbor? What? Is it my neighbor? I see him all the time at Oilers games. He's so weird. Is it Hunter? He's got wonderful apps. Oh, mm. must be my neighbor for sure. I see Conrad David a lot of games. Oh, is, is it, it Conrad David? Possibilities are endless. Uh, also, he is in the city. Speaking of content that's going out of the nation, we have a new Twitch show that goes every single Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Plan your lunch breaks at work around this and head to Official Oilers Nation on Twitch. It's myself, Bag Milk Dan. If anyone else currently on this podcast wants to show up, let us know. You can join our Twitch chat tomorrow from 1 nope. until 1.30. I know, Chalmers. Nope. It's okay, buddy. Um, <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for episode 229 of the Real Life Podcast. Shout out to, to Twig and Berries. Use the promo code NATION15. Shout out to Oodle Noodle. You should have it for dinner tonight. I'm Tyler Rumchuk. For Wanya J, Bag Milk, and Chalmers, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.